the Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast, episode 32. The Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast. It won't make your love life better. It won't make you more successful financially. And it won't make your matching flamingo shirt and N95 mask any cooler. But if you listen carefully, you might just end up a better person. And, maybe, those other things will follow. Or not. Whatever. And now, the Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about trauma. But I wanted to start off by saying something about being a good neighbor first. In Ottawa, the city where I live, we just experienced a significant weather event that caused widespread power outages, property damage, and loss of life. It was not limited to my town, nor is any city around the globe immune to or unaccustomed to these same things. It is times like these that we need to really think about others and help our neighbors when and where we can. No one should be making light of any location that is suffering. So I really want to emphasize how important empathy is right now. And it makes the burden of a difficult situation a little lighter to carry. So put away your judgments and be that person that everyone needs when things are difficult. That is all. Let's start off by defining trauma. According to Merriam-Webster, the meaning of trauma is an injury such as a wound to living tissue caused by extrinsic agent. According to the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, trauma is the lasting emotional response that often results from living through a distressing event. It can further be distilled down to one of several types of trauma, but we're not going to get that detailed here. We're going to talk about a more generalized version of trauma that we are all experiencing, the trauma of living through a pandemic. It gets complicated, but there's ways to get through it, so let's start with some quotations. Our first quotation is from Alfred Adler, an Austrian medical doctor, psychotherapist, and founder of the School of Individual Psychology. His work was so groundbreaking at the time that Sigmund Freud even stole parts of Adler's seminal 1908 paper titled The Aggressive Instinct in Life and in Neurosis, that Freud initially said he didn't even like, and used it in his own work without crediting Adler. Asshole. Anyway, Adler said, No experience is a cause of success or failure. We do not suffer from shock of our experiences, so-called trauma, but we make out of them what suits our purposes. Although I don't entirely agree with the suffering part, I do think we make them suit our purposes, and I'm happy to credit him too, Sigmund. Our next quotation comes from the amazing philosopher, writer, and singer Bob Marley. Although considered one of the pioneers of reggae, he was able to blur the boundaries of many musical styles, and even though he died at an early age of 36 due to cancer, he left behind a massive legacy filled with awards and recognition. He said, You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Although this comes close to the lies I talked about last time about my resilience episode, he speaks to this from a place of oppression and trauma. So in that regard, it fits in perfectly here. I hope. Plus, I, I like Bob Marley. So, you know, there's that. Our 
Our last quote comes from Michelle Rosenthal, an award-winning PTSD blogger, founder of HealMyPTSD.com, post-trauma coach, and host of Changing Direction Radio. She also wrote Your Life After Trauma and Before the World Intruded, Conquering the Past and Creating Your Future, which was nominated for several awards. She said, Trauma creates change you don't choose. Healing is about creating change you do choose. I know it sounds a little new agey for a jerk like me, I, you know, I know this, but the idea of controlling your outcomes after trauma is what I'm focusing on. So let's move on. So I know there is some resistance to accepting that we are all collectively suffering to varying degrees from post-traumatic stress disorder due to the last several years of the pandemic. But there have been those in the scientific community looking at this, and it is real. In an article in the New York Presbyterian titled Understanding Pandemic-Related PTSD, Dr. Joanne DeFede, attending psychologist at New York Presbyterian Wheel Cornell Medical Center, emphasizes that no matter who you are, this has been a uniquely challenging and traumatic time in many ways. She says, Everyone has the same vulnerability, whether civilian or first responder. There's a close relationship with trauma, and while healthcare workers and other frontline workers may have had higher doses of trauma, we're all human and our brains are wired the same way. Her years of work with patients including active military, veterans, burn victims, cancer, and 9-11 survivors, as well as firefighters, police officers, etc., gave her the perfect perspective to understand the complex nature of uh, pandemic-related PTSD. But it doesn't stop there. Dr. Itte Danovich, a psychiatrist at Cedars-Sinai, has spent years studying PTSD and trauma response in people. And he sees the clear evidence that many individuals, especially but not limited to those who became ill with COVID, may experience some level of PTSD. While there is a relationship between trauma severity and PTSD, any one of these events could be a trigger. What these traumatic experiences share is the sense of terror. We feel helpless and out of control. These are things that uh, we... We have all felt in the last two years or so, it does not mean that we will exhibit outward signs of PTSD, but our collective experience with this absolutely classifies as trauma. Still, it's not clear, even among researchers, that something as long and slow-moving as a pandemic can be classified as a trauma. But there's more to it than just the trauma event, so let's take a closer look at that. Our first exhibit is a paper published in the peer-reviewed journal PLOS One titled Why the COVID-19 Pandemic is a Traumatic Stressor. In the abstract, they start on the premise that the COVID-19 pandemic does not fit into prevailing post-traumatic stress disorder models or diagnostic criteria, yet emerging research shows traumatic stress symptoms as a result of the ongoing global stressor. But they do conclude by stating that their findings support emerging research that COVID-19 can be understood as a traumatic stressor event capable of eliciting PTSD-like responses and exacerbating other related mental health order disorders like anxiety, depression, psychosocial function, etc. 
So even though the pandemic by itself cannot be deemed to be a specific traumatic event, many aspects of it can be stressors that present as PTSD symptoms. So whether it's actual PTSD or it just feels like it, we need to find a way to heal ourselves when this thing is over. So let's look at what that healing journey looks like. Yeah, yes, I said healing journey. Oh, Jesus, don't judge me. So before I continue, I just want to remind you that I'm a pretend life coach with no formal training in coaching, therapy, or psychology. If you feel like you are experiencing significant psychological issues or are thinking of self-harm, please reach out to a real professional for help. I'm good for high-level fun advice and the odd curse word, but I can't fix anyone, not even myself, really. So, there. Still, there are things that I know that I can do to help you through this, so listen further and just always remember that caveat above. Thank you. The first thing to remember is that recovery from trauma should take some time. There's no overnight fix for this. So don't be in a rush and give yourself time to adjust as the pandemic slowly fades into a more manageable phase. Anticipate that you will have both good days and bad days as the world becomes more and more post-pandemic. Try to look beyond the day you're having or even beyond the week or month you're in. And remember that you need to take these steps day by day and look forward to the small improvements along the way. I know this sounds a little light on procedure and, and advice and a little heavy on, you know, philosophy, but I really want to set you up for what's coming. Another thing to do here is to focus on your physical health. There's never been a better time to learn some new cooking skills, for instance, or fine-tune your diet for healthier living. The at-home lifestyle that many of us were forced to live in may have created some problems with our eating and exercise. So now is the time to create new and long-lasting habits so that you can move into the post-pandemic life with a healthier body to go with your, hopefully, health healthier mind. And it's not just cooking and exercise. Now's a good time to take up new hobbies, too, that will help you create healthy and mind-expanding routines that will help you get the most out of the new, less strange, hopefully again, days ahead. Finally, there is a monumental challenge for all of us to normalize that we've all gone through this together and that we all came out of this with varying degrees of mental baggage, some more than others. So going forward, we really need to also normalize checking in on each other and helping others to acknowledge that they'll help you when you need it too. Don't be judgmental and don't create some kind of a weird hierarchy where you arbitrarily place people higher uh, who are doing better versus those who aren't doing better. It's not a fucking competition. We can all just create a social framework where it's fine to not be fine and no one should finger point at those who are struggling. We'll all be better if we all help everyone get better. I think I may have seen that on a t-shirt or a blacklight poster or something. Do they still have blacklight posters or am I just really freaking old? Don't answer that. Also, shut up. Also, never mind. 
Okay, so that's it for this episode. As always, I'll leave you with a disgruntled nugget in a second. But first, I want to thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm on all the major platforms. And please visit www.disgruntledlifecoach.ca for all my podcasts. Um, please also follow me on Twitter at LifeDisgruntled. There's a link on my website. DM me if you want some stickers. I, I talk about my stickers every episode. No one wants my stickers. But come on, just DM me. Take some stickers. They're free. Also, if you like what you've heard today, tell your friends. If you think this is ridiculous, still, tell your friends. I mean, how hard is that? Disgruntled Nugget. Groundbreaking and historic author Octavia Butler once said, Delusional pain hurts just as much as pain from actual trauma. So what if it's all in your head? Before that, the great 13th century poet and philosopher Rumi said, the wound is the place where the light enters you. Then, historic psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Carl Jung said, I am not what happened to me. I am what I chose to become. So, pain from actual trauma leaves a wound for light to enter unless you choose to become something in your head because of what happened or something, uh, I don't know, whatever. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks also to Audionautics and Partners in Rhyme for music and sound effects. Thanks again to Neatnik for visuals, and thanks for your patience. See you in two weeks, or not, whatever. <laughs>